Talk, the home of where the talking is good. It's your boy, Cody, and the other guy, Robert, here once again. Tiny table, big room. You know the deal. You know what's up. It's time for some good yeah. conversation. Doing some mad microphone adjusting over here for those I know. I can't see. He just can't get settled I just can't, over. bro. I'm out of rhythm. <laughs> Yesterday was Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas to you all. And to Merry all, I hope you had a good night. <laughs> <laughs> Merry! Do you guys have any good traditions that you do for Christmas? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't. We don't really do traditions. I guess. Yeah. I, well, okay. So we started doing this this year, where it's like the twelve days of Christmas, where Ooh, we we don't nice. we don't do like you know the on the twelfth day of Christmas. <laughs> my true love every time you open something, you have yeah. to bust into song. No, we didn't do that. But like Kylie's, like she does like every day. It's like today's day i don't know what today is today's like day eighth or something like that and yeah. so uh i don't i don't know what tonight's is but like last Ooh. night we were supposed to go to the tinsel trail but kindly wasn't feeling well it was a little bit cold so we didn't really do the days of christmas yesterday we kind of just like forgot about it <laughs> we don't talk about it yeah but like you know <laughs> see if anyone notices right we've decorated cookies we've oh, done yeah. little like candy canes like yeah. talking about how like you know the red represents the blood and that the white means you know now we've been made pure because yeah. of what jesus so we, we were trying to implement some some traditions if you will and then uh I love it. You know, her family has traditions, of course, but we're kind of trying to we're trying to start our doing our own Ooh, thing. Ooh, you know? hate her family. Hopefully, her family's not listening. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm we don't family. hate. Of course, we don't hate them. <laughs> <laughs> today, though, do you know what today is? It's on the, the day after Christmas. Today is the day after Christmas, I mean, which right, is weird because that's not when we shot this. Right, right now, as we're you're shooting watching it, it, the day after it's Christmas. not the day after Christmas. But right now, as a person that's Before listening Christmas. or watching, it is Boxing Day. What does that mean? Today is Boxing Day. Like we're gonna get in a ring and punch each nope, other in the just face. Like boxing, like like boxes. Today's Boxing Day. What does that mean? It's the day after Christmas. <laughs> I don't know what that means. At one point in time, apparently, uh, I didn't do a whole lot of research because it's a it's like a British. What do you keep coming up with these? You're like, this is International Cuff Day. I'm like, what is that? It's cuffing season. <laughs> no, now, it's now it's Box Day. Where do you find this? Box. Stuff? It, this is like an old thing. Apparently, it's like a long time ago. All right, tell um, us about it. Now, I, I don't have all the specifics. Just mm-hmm. like my brief search of at one point in time looking at Boxing Day, but I guess at some point there are like certain workers that like you know they didn't actually get their money until like just before christmas so okay. most people didn't actually weren't able to like purchase things until the day after christmas so mm. the, the boxing day is like a shopping day after christmas so and it's like christmas is black friday mm, kind of yeah i guess so people tend to go out and spend all that christmas money that they got i always thought it was like oh you're boxing up all your stuff because christmas is done but apparently it's like you just I go thought it was get, just like a, buy more. a mass <laughs> box burning session because everybody everyone opened their presents and you Dude, got all these leftover boxes so in your living room many boxes right that's and, what i'm saying and what's really bad and you know i don't want to i don't want to hate on anybody you know because we're, we're we're loving people but recycled alabama alliance north alabama whoever you are <laughs> you need to get your crap together <laughs> what happened to, i love you guys so people. much who is this you know the the Raina, the R A N A, the the Recycling Alliance of North Alabama. I think that's what I it's called. I have no idea who these people are. You'd have a blue bin. You don't recycle. Oh, I do have a blue bin. Yeah, you got, you got a big blue bin. Yeah, I'm are not they, allowed to throw pizza boxes. Are in they my blue always bin. consistently late at your house? Well, did you hear what happened? No, I didn't hear. What they happened. went bankrupt. Oh, okay. Well, now so I feel now <laughs> they're trying to find a new. Apparently, a new company took it over. Oh, but I just didn't know the name. I didn't know it was called Raina. It's uh, on the my, side of your bin. It's my, in like huge letters. That nonsense. I mean, I'm just <laughs> mad. I have to take it out to the street. I'm trying to figure out a way to get it. I'm gonna get like a conveyor belt that's on remote control, so I can just push a button from my couch. Takes my garbage can out there and then brings it back. Anyways, they went bankrupt apparently, which I don't know how that happens. And then they 
found a buyer that bought the company and then the buyer issued a statement. Rachel told me all this. I didn't do it, find this out myself. The buyer, the, the new owner issued a statement that was like, we're so far behind from the previous owner. Don't expect to see a truck for a while. Well, here's so, the, so yeah, our blue bin's been sitting out on the curb forever. Here's how I know they went bankrupt. They didn't charge you for this service. <laughs> You're not charged for the. It's a great business model. <laughs> we're going to have trucks. We're going to have drivers. We're going to have a place to park all of our trucks and all of our drivers, but we're not going to charge you. Which I appreciate, but at the same time... Where were they getting money from? How How is that a business model? I think they're a nonprofit, so I'm assuming they're getting funded by something, someone. Yeah. Donation only. I guess. Write your tithe checks. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I didn't pay for my bin, and as far as I know, you didn't pay for your bin. No, I so. thought it was like a city thing. I thought my taxes paid for it. I mean, probably, maybe there's probably <clears throat> something in there, yeah. so I don't know. Anyways, anyway, boxing today's boxing season. day. Boxing day. So we have a couple of traditions. We... Ooh. Yeah, one of our traditions, which I really, really like, which my boys found out about last night, and they were they they had a look of pure betrayal. Hold on, on their they face. found out about it last night. So you started this tradition last night? Or no, they found, okay. Rachel and I've been doing this since we've had kids. Oh. We celebrate Christmas morning on Christmas Eve night. Rachel and I. Okay, so because wait, you guys just do your own Christmas exchange to Christmas. Yes, Eve because like we want to open our gifts and have that time with each other. Because on Christmas morning. You know, I'm taking pictures. Rachel's usually filming. Yeah, yeah. We're doing our parents' stuff. And, you know, we're doing all that stuff. So it's, you know, in my parents' house, when we grew up, like, we would take all the, 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 the gifts and we'd, like, Robert have his pile, Amanda, David, mom, dad. Dad would read the Christmas story and it just drug on and on. <laughs> It's like so long. Forever. Just want to open my presents. You, know, you got a six-year-old there just looking at these presents, and then you're like, you're reading the Bible story. Dad's got to get his coffee. He's got to get his cinnamon rolls. He's got to. And I'm just like, can we open gifts? <laughs> and so, anyways, uh, and then it was even worse because I don't know if your if your house does this. Everyone has their own. But in my parents' house, it was like mom would open one. Yes, gift, that's my parents. David too. would open one. Amanda oh. would open one. I would open one. And you Dad have to would wa- open you have one. to wait. Yes, and you're like just it's and so I was like you know triggered as a kid by that. Not, not that it's anything bad. It's, it's just not. they had their own it's traditions. Not, yeah. So I was like, when I have kids, I just want it to be chaos. You know what I mean? Just I want to see shredding. I want to be here to excitement. Yeah, yeah. And so you've got like a three minute window to capture all of that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yes! Rachel, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew confetti. I mean, it's all it's the nuts. Switch. Yeah. Right, hitting the box. <laughs> and so they Rachel will record it. I'll take pictures. And it's it's hard for us to also open. So we just love on Christmas Eve, you know, I'll give her her gifts because our boys don't buy us anything yet. We do it, you know, and so I'll, she'll give me my gifts and then we'll just open them and kind of have our own celebration. Mm. Rachel told the boys about it last night and they Uh-oh. were just like, you do what? Uh. <laughs> Which is interesting because they've never noticed we've never had any presents on Christmas Day. They just <laughs> they they're so like absorbed in the moment that they're, uh. they don't even realize mom and dad's not opening anything. So that's one of our traditions. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I imagine we'll probably start implementing some soon because now I think that like our kids are old enough to start to under well, not both of them. Like Roman's starting to realize, oh, there's presents under the tree. Mm. A couple of those are mine, and so uh, I, I think within the next year or two, we'll be able to. They're they're cognitively getting to that <clears> level to like, okay, we can start doing traditions. My parents are the same way though, and it's so frustrating. My mom does the pile, and you got to make sure that every person yep. opens one yep. gift, and we all got to watch that person open their gift. You know what I think it comes from. And not to not that this is bad. Every every parent wants their child to have it better off than they did. Mm-hmm. When I was growing up, we didn't have a lot of presents. Mm-hmm. I think it was mom and dad's way of kind of stretching out the whole event. 
you know, if each person has three gifts, right, it feels longer. It, then we're stretching this out. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And 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 it's it's expanding. And we're really, really blessed. The Lord's blessed us. And and so, and my wife, who came up with, I mean, I didn't come up with a lot until like later on in life when I was in high school. Then my dad's business started doing pretty good and, and stuff like that. But my, this is, this will wreck your brain. My first parents' home that they bought in Colorado, the first home I lived in, they bought it for $400 on the mountain. <laughs> it had no electricity and no indoor plumbing. Well, I'd hope. Dad had to do all that. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh my gosh first house for four you can't even rent a bathroom <laughs> in the united states of america for four hundred dollars you know his our first house was four hundred dollars uh they've told us stories you like, said no plumbing though it had no no indoor plumbing Shoot. and no electricity That's dad had to work. do all that yeah but he got a house for 400 bucks <laughs> I mean, you know yeah. so but well and property i imagine too not just house like yeah well yeah it was up on the mountain no one lived there it was right, like one still. of three houses you know so but anyway so we didn't have a lot Growing up, and so I, th- I mean, they they came down a couple Christmases ago to Alabama, and they were visiting with us, and we were driving up to the airport, driving them up to Nashville, and they were just telling us about our first couple Christmases because we're little, we don't remember, right. and they were talking about how like you know mom was crying because she couldn't get us any gifts, Aww. you know what I mean? So we, but it's amazing as kids, you don't remember that. Yeah, well, that's what I was even telling like uh, I forgot who it was. Uh, someone was like, "Oh, what are you guys gonna get Roman and Evie for Christmas?" I was like, "I mean, just like little, th- like yeah. Roman's like stoked about fidget spinners right now. Right. I'm not gonna go out and spend a bunch of money on stuff that like I don't even know if he cares about yet. Like it the, gets worse. The things that he actually wants <laughs> is cheap. So I'm yeah. just like, all right, I'm just gonna get a couple of these things. He's gonna be stoked. Like I know one day it's gonna get expensive. It gets so I'm cherishing worse. the little things. You right get now. like you know my boys are both in their teenage years, and I remember what it was like. You know when I asked for a Sega, mm. you know, or asked for like an N64, <laughs> and <laughs> the first game console my parents bought us was a regular Nintendo. It was $89. I remember the price. And they opened it on Christmas Eve and played it all night. They did? They did. So when David <laughs> and I woke up the next morning, because this isn't like the games now right. where you can start your own profile right. and you can start over. It's like, why have eight levels been beaten on this I've already? already beaten this game. I just started <laughs> like, it. Did I do something last time I sleep? But anyways, so <laughs> shout out to mom and dad on that one. That's I can't, great. you know, I don't throw a shade. But now it's like, you know, my boys make their Christmas list and I'm looking at this list and I'm like, who in the world do you think I am? Like, what do you, you think I'm the president? What do you think I do for a living? Like, come they on. Don't now. Know. I know they don't know. And so we had to like go through a major consolidation process this year. Cause I mean, you know, it's just the times we live in. They have like a, a you know, they want like a PlayStation five. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's 500 bucks. It's Get a job. And greatest. <laughs> Get a job. You 12 year old. Do something. I mean, uh, buy your own PlayStation five. So good. And so I remember when they were into like fidget spinets and I could get like 15 of them for 20 bucks. And you seem so good. Like, <laughs> yes! Oh my gosh. I got these 15 fidget spinners. That was spinners. the best ever. But then also, you know, you, you look at that and it's like, man, there's one gift under the tree, but they have no concept mm-hmm. that that one gift, what it costs and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. So, which kind of brings us to something. I feel like sometimes we look at like salvation like that. Mm. Like, how, what did this really cost? Yeah, to put this gift under the tree, right? You know, and and it's like, and I think what's good, what we can learn from maybe our parents is like how to tr- value that. Yeah, because like they so valued those gifts mm-hmm. that they wanted to spend as much time with the opening process and just enjoy the moment. And, and I think sometimes we miss out on enjoying the moment because we don't realize what it costs. Right. We're just like, is there more? Right. And maybe that's, you know, what we can talk about today on the podcast is, is not, there is more. Yeah. Sal- well, salvation there, leads to the more there. It does lead to the more, but I wonder if like, if we just need to be content mm-hmm. in Jesus Yeah, yeah. 
and just like not always just looking for the more. Mm, I see what you're saying. But yeah. just be content. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you open that one gift and maybe there's no more gifts. Learn how to be content. Mm-hmm. Because I think the Apostle Paul, and I, 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 I said, I think we could look it up, but I, in Timothy, he said that true godliness is content. Mm. Being content leads to true godliness. Right, right. And so there's something to that mm-hmm. about just being content with what you have in Jesus Christ that now you can live this godly life. If you're always looking for more, Mm-hmm. If you're always, which is not bad either. Sure. Yeah. 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 But everything in balance. Right. You know, I think when we're always just looking for more, maybe we miss out on how wonderful this relationship actually is. Right. Don't live for the more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like live in what you have and appreciate what you have. And and I think that that's that's the healthy portion. You should strive for more. It's similar to like a relationship. You should always want there to be higher and greater and be able to get closer and do more with one another. But like just be content and be appreciative of what you have in Jesus now. I mean, this it truly is the greatest gift. Mm, you know, is. I mean, this is it is what Jesus did for us coming into this world, going to the cross, dying for us, rising up again. Yeah. I mean, becoming sin so that way we might become yeah. the righteousness of God. I yeah. mean, like it's pretty rad. Yeah. You know, this is an incredible feat. Mm. You know, the the creator of the universe Amen. when things all went to crap. Yeah. Literally, he said, "I have a plan I in place." Got you. I already know what to, I've already got you. Yeah. And that's what's so amazing is it that is like amazing. God already knows how to get you to Z hmm. even before you've made it to B. Yeah. Even before there was a stumbling block from A to B to yeah. C or whatever it is, that, like, God knows he's going to be able to get you to Z. Yeah. And if you just trust him yep. and cling into him, he will get you to Z. And that's, that's where I feel like we can find security knowing that like if he already did that with Jesus— if he already sent him to die for me, if he already sent him to die, I might become the righteousness of God. How much more would he be willing to carry me through issues or even just keep me content when I don't know where I'm going mm. or what I'm doing? Just knowing that, hey, I've got this relationship with God right now. That's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. Right. There's nothing more that I need in this world to be successful because I have him. It seems to me that that kind of mindset and that kind of approach to this relationship with Jesus keeps it from becoming an abusive relationship. Mm. You know, it's kind of like marriage relationships. If, if you were with Kai and I was with Rachel purely off of what they could do for us, mm-hmm. then we're going to constantly be looking to them to do things, to, to, to fulfill us in certain ways. And, and that's not why we're in this relationship. We're in the relationship to be in the relationship because mm-hmm. we love them and we yeah. cherish them and we want to be with them. And therefore, we don't abuse that relationship. And I think a lot of times we, we, we have to keep that mentality with Jesus. I'm not in this relationship to see what he can do for me, even though he's done wonderful things for me. I'm not in this relationship just to receive all those promises that are yes and amen. I'm in this relationship because I genuinely love him. Yeah. And I genuinely want to be with him. And and that's how you really enjoy a relationship. It's kind of like, you know, this is a terrible example, but it's the one that comes to mind. It's like with your iPhone. Every year they come out with a new one. And if you're so looking forward to that new iPhone, you're not going to enjoy the the, the, yeah, yeah. the $1,400 device that's in your hand right now oh, because you're gosh. so forward thinking yeah. to the next one. And you're like, this is junk. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then you treat it as junk and you don't cherish it and you don't respect it and you don't enjoy what it can do for you because you're already so far beyond it you know look into the next one and i feel like sometimes we get that way with jesus you know whatever it is in this life we're like looking for the next 
thing. We're mm-hmm. looking for this and that. And, and and even when it comes to the Word of God, and I think this is how Christians kind of we get off the mark a little bit, is it's all about what can Jesus do for me today? What can what do I need from him today? And none of that's wrong. He wants yeah. to take care of us. He is our provider. He is our healer. He is our peace. He is our sanctifier. He is the one that made us right. holy. He's the one that made us righteous. He's the one that's given us right standing with God. He's done all these things for us. Amen. But don't let the things that he's done for you cause you to miss out on him. Mm. That's good. It's like, I don't want my boys, when they open those presents, they come to Rachel and I and they say, thank you. Mm. Thank you. They don't thank the maker. (laughs) They don't thank Sony. They don't thank, they thank us. That's good. Because we were the ones that made the sacrifice. We worked. We shot, whatever that sacrifice, we were the ones that made the sacrifice to get it to them. So they recognize where that came from mm-hmm. and they come to us and they give us a hug mm. and they give, then they say, thank you to us. Amen. And then they just that's keep good. all day long. They're like, thank you for doing that. Thank you for, and that's how we should be with Jesus. Don't be looking to all these other things, but just to him. Mm. And really that's what Christmas, yeah, yeah, all about the Christ. Yeah, yeah. I love the gifts. I love the trees. My house is covered in lights. I love the traditions. Yeah, I yeah. love all these things, but none of those things do I love more than the person, mm. the Christ. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just always something I have to do in my own heart constantly. Robert, keep this in check. Mm-hmm. Don't get don't get it twisted now. Realize why you're in this position that you're in and realize the wonderful gift you have. Mm-hmm. And not only realize it, but cherish it yeah. and value it and treat it the way it should be treated, and enjoy this relationship because of what it is. It's a relationship with the creator of the universe. So good. And there's nothing better than that. And I think when we get to that point, now we really begin to pull those promises that are yes and amen into our lives yeah. because we're not looking to those, mm-hmm. we're looking to him. Yeah. And Matthew 6, we're seeking him yeah, yeah, yeah. in his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And now all those things just find their way into our lives. So good. I think just valuing and appreciating and looking to the gift that is Jesus is what the focus should be. Yes. And it's like all the things that Matthew 6 <clears throat> talks about. As long as you're as you're focusing mm-hmm. on him and focusing on his gifting and what he, who he is in your life, the gift that God has given you, and embracing that. Yep. Embracing yes. that and running with that every day of like, Jesus, I yeah. thank you. I'm so grateful I get to mm. live another day with you. Jesus, I'm so thankful I have another breath because of you. Or, mm. or Jesus, I'm so grateful I don't have to go to hell today, yeah. you know, because of what you did for me. Like yeah. just rehearsing that and and and, and appreciating yep. that and starting to have that mentality shift of every day is a mm. gift because of what Jesus has done for yeah. me. And what's also amazing is like once you start to recognize and value that gift, you start to realize how special and important that gift is and why it's important that it's given out, mm, you know, mm, and, and yes. it, it's not just about us. Mm. And I think that that's something that we can get stuck in yep. as a Christian mindset. Sure. It's all about me, yep. my four, and no more, or whatever right, some people right, like right. try to say, but it's like, this is all about yeah. God's design of family and, and community and being together. He wants it all back together. Yeah. And this gift is for me, but it's for the world. Yep. And, that's something that I've just been trying to really like grab a hold of even for myself. It's like, look, every day is an opportunity to reflect 
appreciation of this gift. Mm. And hopefully my actions and my speech Amen. and my demeanor yep. can can ooze that, reflect that, <laughs> reflect yes. that into the world. And yes. hopefully it provides opportunity to share it with people. Amen. That's the ultimate goal is that my life yeah. is such a reflection that it strikes up conversation yep. or even if it's something I don't ever have to directly say, I yeah. like to believe that, and I hope that God can even work on the things that I don't even realize were opportunities. Yeah. Right. That seeds can be like sown into this world, and I didn't even realize I've been throwing seeds because yep. I've just been walking with God for however long I've been walking with Him now, but it's just like I try to just put good and light into this world that I'm just believing. I'm, I'm casting seeds all over this city. And the way that happens is by you valuing the relationship you have with Him. Amen. You know, it's so true, like what the Bible says when it talks about marriage, it says the two become one. Mm -hmm. Like Rachel and I, we spend so much time with each other and we cherish each other so much. Like we act the same, we we say the same things. Your personalities kind of evolve and merge together. You know what I mean? I know what she's thinking and she knows what I'm thinking. Finish each other's sentences. Sandwiches. (laughs) I will finish all the sandwiches in the house. But but it should be that way with Jesus, yeah. right? We spend so much time with Amen. this gift that we're just a reflection of that gift. Mm-hmm. And, and and you can't do that. And it's why do so many Christians not look like him? Because they never fellowship with him. They never embrace this relationship. They have no FaceTime with their creator. So they look they're trying to look like someone they don't even know. That's so good because when you like even like you're saying with Rachel, it's like if I spend a, enough time with a certain friend group for a long time, I start to act like them. You do. Ooh, or it's like happens. my middle school friends, like if we all get together, it's like all of a sudden all these old inside jokes, they start coming out, yes. like these weird tenants. And they're like, I remember one time Kylie's like, you're, you were really weird in high school. <laughs> you were really weird in middle school, weren't you? And I was I, like, yeah. I got news. Everyone's really weird in middle school. Middle school is a strange time, man. Those were weird years. So. But it's like the people that you're around, like it. it rubs off on you and you it's start so true. to it's true. imitate yeah. that. Even if it's unintentional, it just yep. happens. It rub off on you. And that's why, again, just a separate subject called to go. That's why it's important to like who is around you. Who's your, mm-hmm. who's your circle? Who's your right. people? So if you're, the way you're acting, the way you're speaking, the way you're talking is reflecting of who you're spending time with. You're right. And like what you're saying is there's not, there's not enough people actually spending time with God. Like legit spending time with God, legit spending time with Jesus. And I'm not casting stones. I need to be better at it. We all need to be better at it. But I think that there's a lot of people, (laughs) a lot of Christians that, come on now, they like to put the Christian name on their resume, but they yeah. don't got any meat to put under that job description. Let's just what stop they did. saying we're Christians if our life looks nothing like him. Let's just stop it because <laughs> you're lying. You're fooling yourself. Because the I mean, Christian means little Christ, right? Yeah, Christ-like one. Christ-like one. So it's like, are, are you, you though? Are you? <laughs> one thing we challenged the students in, in the youth ministry just a couple weeks ago, because we I was in senior high, you were in junior high, but one thing I said to them, I said, listen, everybody's going to have to stand in the court of heaven and they're going to say, present your evidence. Where's the fruit? <laughs> Do you have enough evidence yeah. that you can be convicted of being a disciple, a follower of Jesus Christ? Not this, this gooey, feel-good, I'm a Christian. No, do you have proof that you are a disciple? Mm-hmm. You know, And a disciple is one who obeys the commandments of their teacher. Mm. Do we have evidence of that? And if we don't have evidence of that, then we ought not tell the world we're Christians. Mm. You ought to just keep that to yourself until there's evidence. And then when there's evidence, because even Jesus told us, he's like, you know, Matthew 7, he talks about it. He's like, you judge a tree by its fruit, and an evil tree cannot produce good fruit, and a good tree can't produce bad fruit. And then he says, you know, you walk around and you say and you do things in my name. When you get to heaven, you're going to be like, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We healed in your name. And then I'm going to look at you and say, I didn't even know you. (laughs) And then he said, get out of here. I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. 
I don't want to be that guy where I get to heaven and I'm like, dude, I did all these things for you, Jesus. And Jesus is like, I didn't even know you. So when we get these wonderful gifts for Christmas, we spend time with them. We dive into those suckers because we understand how great it is and how yeah. wonderful it is. Well, there's no greater gift than the gift of Christ. And we need to dive into that gift mm. and give some time to that gift. And as we do, we'll become a reflection of that gift. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm one of those people I can talk about. I have a PS4. I can talk about Fortnite. I can talk about PlayStation. I mean, I geek out on it, mm-hmm. but I spend time with it. I know the ins and outs of it. You know what I mean? We can have a conversation in the office with half the staff about Fortnite and talk for hours. Right. Why? Because we, we play together. We do it together. But Jesus should be the same way, mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know? And I think that's something that I'm just trying to keep in focus. You know, I'm not going to get distracted in this Christmas season with all the glitter and all the pizzazz. I love all that stuff, but let me not get distracted. Let me remain focused. Mm-hmm. It's all about Jesus and this wonderful relationship I have with him. It's all about the Christ. And so let me just always, and, and this is another thing real quick. I took a weird turn there, but real quick. It's like, (laughs) weird turn. (laughs) let Christmas ought not be the only time that we focus on him. Yep. Go ahead. It's interesting how that works. It's like Christmas is always a reminder to the Christian community that it's all about Jesus. The reason for the season, the reason for the season is like, let's not drop that mantra. Mm -hmm. Let's carry that. You know, I mean, into January and February. The reason that we're here, the the reason reason for all of it. Yes, he's the reason for all of it. Don't just let December be the only time that we glorify the king. Mm. Let us glorify the king moving into January and into February. Let us honor and cherish this gift. Beyond, because we all have those toys. I remember getting them as a kid. They, you know, by the time February rolled around, we don't even know where that Where thing is, is. Where is it? <laughs> <clears throat> and we value some more than others. But don't let don't let Jesus be yeah. that gift that after the lights are gone and the trees thrown out in the gutter and the wrapping paper's been burned and box day's over. <laughs> you know, don't let Jesus be that gift that I think he's in my room somewhere. I got it around. I'll I gotta, find it. Yeah, I got it laying around. When I get bored, I'll go. Yeah. You know, pull it out and you know hang out with it no (laughs) hang out with it hang out with him i don't know i call him it you know but i feel like and i'm guilty of that sure you know we get busy and it's just like it's like jesus oftentimes is the first thing that gets the axe when he honestly should be the last thing Mm. to get the axe and so i got to make sure that i fix that going into 2023 let make sure i don't put him in a corner you know and he's like hey guys come (laughs) hang out hey hey i'm over here and i'm just out here busy doing my thing no, I need to, and, and Christmas is always a good reminder that Jesus is who he is. Yeah, and I'd also like to personally challenge someone that might feel like they're listening. It's like, this is a personal gift for you. Mm. And I think that that is what's really vital in your relationship with God and all of our relationship with God. Yeah. This needs to be a gift for me. This doesn't need to be a gift that's been given to my family or mm. to my mom or to my dad or my guardian, and I'm vicariously, you know, reaping the benefits of their gift. And I'm sure that that's there so is true. a little bit, you know, yep. hey, you know, with your family, maybe your parents are very uh, close with the Lord, and maybe they have a lot of authority, and they know the Word, mm. and they know how to help make sure that you are reaping the benefits of their salvation and their mm, benefit, you know, true. and their walk with that's God. That's true. But at some point in some time, like— we all have to make that That's decision. Right. Like, is this my God? Yeah. Is Jesus my Lord? Is Jesus yeah. my, am I going to accept this gift for myself? Yeah. You know, this is no, this isn't about Cody's Jesus. This mm. isn't about Robert's Jesus. This is about your Jesus. Amen. It's about your God and what he 
has done for you. Yeah. And I know that it's not Christmas. Like it's not Christmas anymore, but like Robert's been saying, it's it's Christmas Day is not the only time to recognize and value right. the gift of Jesus. And, so and, true. And right now I, I believe and I and I pray that there's someone listening that maybe you let this Christmas season go by and you gave a little bit of thought to Jesus. You gave him a little like, you know a little nod. Yeah. All right. Baby Jesus, you're pretty cool. Whatever. Yeah. But like, hey, I feel like the Lord's tugging on your heart and saying, like, look, this can be a different year for you. Yeah. This could be a course correction mm. for your life. But you have to take this relationship, you have to take this gift seriously, and you got to take it for yourself. Yeah. And so right now, I just feel impressed that maybe we should just take a moment. Yep. And whoever you are right now, maybe it's a few people, maybe it's one person. I don't know. But I want to pray for you real quick. And I want to get you ready to receive this gift. Mm. I want to get you ready to to receive this gift and then also walk forward confidently in what Jesus has done for you. All right? Amen. So, Father God, I don't know who it is right Mm. now, Lord, but I just thank you. I thank you for all the listeners of Good Talk, but right now I thank you for that one, that two, or whoever it may be, Lord, that wherever they're at right now, Lord, that you start to minister your love to them. You start to minister your grace to them and your mercy to Mm. them, and you start to show them love in this moment. And you start to minister them and show them that this gift that is Jesus, it's available to them. And all they have to do is say, Lord, I accept it, I want it, and I take it for myself. Hmm. So wherever you are right now, I just ask you to repeat this prayer after me. You say, Father God. Father God. I thank you. I thank you. For sending Jesus. For sending Jesus. To die for me. To die for me. Jesus. Jesus. I accept you. I accept you. As the Lord of my life. As the Lord of my life. You are my Savior. You are my Savior. Thank you for cleansing me of my sin. Thank you for cleansing me of my sin. And putting me. And putting me. In a righteous position. In a righteous position. From this day forward. From this day forward. I accept this gift. I accept this gift. For myself. For myself. I own it. I own it. It's mine. It is mine. Amen. Amen. So whoever that is right now, wherever you're at right now, don't let the enemy, don't let the world, don't let anyone put any doubt in your mind. This moment that you just had with Jesus, it's legit. Yeah. It's real. And this this life that you want with him, this life that, that you desire for yourself, God's made it available for you. You just need to seek him first. Yeah. And all the things, all the things that you want and see for yourself, as long as it lines up to what God wants for your life, which I believe most things probably do, but I think if when you seek him, you'll see it for yourself and you'll desire what he wants for your Amen. life. Amen. So go forward in confidence and 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 just chase after him harder than ever. Mm. <laughs> he's so good and he loves you so much and he's so in love with you. Yep. Thank you for taking that step. Yeah. And accepting him today. Amen. Amen. You guys are totally awesome. We believe that you're going to walk in this awesome relationship with him. And as you do, keep him front and center. And he'll bless you with all the good things that he has because he has nothing but good things for you. Amen. Keep your focus on him. And here we come, 2023. Cherish the gift every day and get out there and share it with someone else. Amen. Yeah. We love you guys so much. We'll see you. On the next one, I almost said see you next Christmas, but I was like, that's not true. Have a happy new year. Uh, oh, that, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Next time we get at you, it's going to be 2023. I already got an idea for that podcast, Woo-hoo. so I know what we're talking about. Probably Let's guess do what it. it is. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Bye.